0: up everybody it's friday again you know what that means it is another edition of curveballs and sure Shots. it's your boy brandon taguma we're back at it again you know i have my lovely and esteemed co-host dominic hobson dominic <clears throat> how are you doing today
1: well brandon i'm doing lovely i worked about five and a half hours because your boy put in the work during the week they were like hey you know get your shit done go home because you know we ain't got a lot of work to do. Plus, it was raining, so I was just like, "Oh, you know, I'll just go home, relax." You know, so got home early, and that's why we're doing the podcast early. And like, you know, watch Deadpool Two because I got nothing to do. You fool! I don't know. I'm trying to rhyme
0: now. It doesn't work out. Brandon, how was your day slash week? Oh, it was it was okay. um We talked last week that I had, you know gone to a very severe car crash. But a uh, dog came over today. We lubed up the old Jeep. So she's all ready and rip-roaring to go. Um, still didn't fix the squeak that I have, but I just figured out that it was just the hood latch was squeaking that whole time. So could have fixed that a long time ago. But the Jeep is all rip-roaring, ready to go. She's so beautiful. She's all cleaned up. And I had a job interview this week. Didn't go fantastic. Wasn't having good vibes and they said no i was like you know what hate to see it i was it was supposed to be for like a copywriter for some linen shit okay i was like, ah. I was like you know what if it doesn't happen, it's happen but you know what it's all fine and dandy because i set up an interview next week Ooh. to be a freelance researcher for basketball for the Pac12 so going to have a phone interview next week so there there you go it would be it's a freelance you know, contract type job so i would work it says on the thing from december to april so i i, I assume that's when like the conference yeah. play is so you know that's exciting maybe get it that would be that'd be ideal so did, did it say uh what you'd be making uh 25 an hour is what it told me but i don't know exactly what the hours are because i would assume it would be during when the games are maybe i show up earlier first game let's say starts at five or seven five or six maybe show up at two three o'clock and work to the wee hours but it is in san francisco which does kind of suck because i'd probably have to just bark there and i don't really want to bark there and i don't know what it's like at night we'll figure um, it out
1: my thing is how wouldn't you need to be going to the games
0: that's the other thing well if i'm in the studio i think it's an in-studio job
1: oh shit so you- you're gonna be on camera
0: i would not i would be a researcher dominic so i'm the little oh. fucking bitch boy monkey who just goes in the back and you know types up and finds all the fun stats that the hot guy in front of the camera reads but then that could always lead to you being the hot guy in front i'm of the, the camera. nerd and then maybe it transfers from basketball maybe i get into baseball and then maybe football next oh. year i know You're getting
1: fucking bricked up and right then right? i get so and this. then i get make
0: all this money and then we can't do the podcast anymore because i'm working all the time
1: yeah but then that means you just move to washington and we'd be best friends forever
0: all right, well, if I move to Washington, maybe I locate in Seattle, you know, be closer to, you know, Washington. And... You can just go work at Gonzaga. Yeah, but Gonzaga is not a Pac-12 school, Dominic. Come yeah, on. You should get, know with get, get in their conference. Get on their level, bro. Get on the WCC.
1: Sure, let's go with that.
0: Yeah, Dominic, huge, huge college basketball guy, huge college guy in general.
1: Well, apparently that's the I have to get into it now because if I don't I mean, that's Gonzaga. the only
0: that's the only sport that Spokane has is Gonzaga basketball. Pretty much. They're super stacked every year. Make it to the elite eight and they just get bounced. Yeah. I can't, nat- can't win a national championship.
1: Damn, that's uh, that, that that that's rough. But I know, you know tomorrow I'm going to I'm going to do some work in the, my garage because it's a mess. And then, you know, it's another week. And then, you know, Brandon, if you want to see me live in person, you can see me when's next Two week, two Wednesdays from now. You can see me live in person if you want.
0: Mm, why? Why would that be, Dominic?
1: Because I'm coming back to the Bay Area, baby. Oh,
0: you are, you're already coming back. You're, for, all, you're already leaving. Just for, just, for just for the day. Just for the day.
1: Just for the day. Picking up one studio audience member. Maybe it's the studio audience. Maybe it's a different member. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just the mascot. I don't know. But we're going to...
0: We have breaking news in the uh, Josh... Me and Tyler group chat. Tyler, former co-host, now just friend of me slash friend of the podcast. Apparently, he's trying to be a big beefy boy trying to work out. So he texts us, just tried to bench a plate at work, couldn't do one rep. Fuck. Poor poor baby boy Tyler cannot cannot bench one plate. Dude, cannot get the old 135 up there.
1: Wow. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna text him back, be like, hey, can't do a plate. What a bitch.
0: I mean, you know, Dominic was sneaky, strong in them titties. I was sneaky, I was. sneaky, strong in them titties back in the day doing those uh, doing the bench press thing. I'm trying to try to respond in the group chat while entertaining the people. I don't think Dominic is uh, going to help me out too much. Damn, Dominic is doxing, doxing me.
1: F- fuck this guy.
0: Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I saw on the Instagram that you cross state lines. You were working in, in Dahoe. On Instagram. Yeah. Or yeah, you posted Idaho Hood Cat or something.
1: Oh yeah. I was in Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's this whole week I've been in Idaho because, you know, because where I live, I live, you know, like five minutes from Idaho, and there's not a lot of work in Spokane Valley. So they're like, hey, do you want to go work in Idaho? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go to Idaho. You know, hoe? Idaho dog. <laughs> but uh you know it was uh it was uh you know it's been cool it's been cool they're very nice and you know like i haven't really met a mean person yet i mean i went to a trailer park today and they were kind
0: of methods
1: well i was kind of like you know i'm gonna lock my car when i go to do this locate i get out and this dude's like how you doing i'm like good he's like oh you here to do my house i'm
0: like it's not a house but yeah sure i'm here to do your house it's a fair house yeah, what yeah. what is a house? It's it's their home. This Vegas, is my okay.
1: house. Thank you very much. shout out Soraya. Page, way Page, Page is way better than Saraya. Hmm. But anyways, um, and he started talking to me, and they're like, "Oh, you cold?" I'm like, "A little bit," and they go, "Oh, don't tell me you're from California." And I just smile, and they're like, oh you motherfucker!" You know. And then I was just like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey,
0: hey watch your mouth, watch your shut mouth."
1: And then some dude was like, oh, yeah, I'm from California, too, man. I just moved up a couple years ago. I'm like, dope. Can I just do my job now? I did my job, you know. So, but I haven't really met a mean, a mean person yet. So I think the meanest person I've met so far has been my. My co-host. Oh, I just dropped my fucking. oh, <laughs> Drop my brush.
0: <laughs> oh, it was I Can't look all pretty on this non-video podcast. Anyways,
1: the, only mean, the meanest person I met in Idaho has been my co-host, Brandon. He, he's a bitch. Yep. Oh, I yes. got my mic now. I'm in, I'm in a very uncomfortable position. <sighs>
0: kind of like. Oh. For the people who are not watching this video, which is everybody, except for the <laughs> studio audience, uh, Dominic is laying stomach down on his bed. Currently, he was on his side, but now he's moved to his bed and now he's doing some hip thrusts.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need a
0: chair in here, man. Fuck. I don't know why you just don't like, you know, sit up against the wall or up against your headboard.
1: That's because get, get some good
0: back support. Let's just go outside. It's already snowing right now. You you put in, in our group chat with Tyler asking about a fan. You may or may not have been a little inebriated. I didn't know what to respond. How was your your fan situation? Why did you text us? asking if this fan is supposed to be on, which people don't just, know. It was just a joke, which is everybody. Okay. It was a hilarious joke. It was it an was... outdoor. It was an outdoor fan mm-hmm. on his patio yeah. and it was going and it was kind of by a TV kind of by a light. And I didn't know what the fuck Dominic was trying to say.
1: Yeah. It was just me trying to be funny and which
0: uh, apparently but, you guys don't think I'm fucking funny anymore. So, well, I was also a little side. I was a little distracted. And by the time I remember to say like something stupid, it was already like three hours and I was like, I need to probably sleep and time has passed Anyways. which so, I think I was. So it's fine. All right, let's get on into the sports. We got the MLB playoffs in full swing, the championship series in full swing. Currently we have the Phillies in Padres on right now. Padres taking a one zero lead after a shore bomb. And uh, it is tied one, one in the series. They are back in Philly. Um, this one is the series I am most looking forward to. The one I, I love both the teams. I I wish these teams were split up and one of them was playing the Astros and one of them play was the Yankees because I hate both the AL teams, but I love both the NL teams. My heart is very much torn in this one. I don't know who to pick. But Dominic, I just feel like the Phillies, they it's I just feel like it's the Phillies year. I don't know if I want to say they're going to go all the way and win the World Series, but they just have that kind of magical run feel to them to where they come out of nowhere, win the win the wild card, beat up on the defending champs. And now, I mean, they're just hitting the piss out the ball. And they're not really reliant. I mean, their pitching's good, don't get me wrong, but they're just powering their way through this this playoffs. And I just they have a special feel to them. I mean,
1: I I'm very much uh I think I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm um, like, I was down on the Phillies. I thought they were just dog shit, terrible. And then they've been just hitting a hot streak, you know, past couple of games kind of didn't go their way, but uh, you know, Phillies, I, I it's, it's hard to go against the Padres. The Padres have the talent, but I just, they're both two teams that if you under, underestimate them, I feel like they're going to come back and bite you in the ass. So it's kind of like I'm in that rocking hard place. So
0: I mean, it's um, a very evenly matched series. I think on paper, the Padres have it, especially when it comes to like pitching in the bullpen. But I mean, Zach Wheeler and Nola, they have just been two dominant starters so far. And they've worked in the first two rounds. They worked in this round. Uh, I forget what his name is, who's pitching right now, but he's doing fantastic as well. So maybe we think like the back half might fall apart and maybe the bullpen falls apart over time. But so far it hasn't panned out that way. Josh Hader was dog shit after getting traded. He's kind of found his way in the playoffs for the Padres. So I don't know. I, I just kind of want this one to go seven. That's kind of all I'm really asking for. But if you tell me I have to pick somebody, I think I'm picking the Phillies. I I think it's two, three, two. So if the, if the Phillies can kind of come out of this one, three to two, going back to San Diego, I think, I think they can wrap it up in either six or seven, but I'll give it, I'll pick seven just because I want it to be fun.
1: See, and I think I'm going to go – as much as I don't want the Padres to win just because I – because fuck the Padres, I think I'm going to have to take them just because I think they're – you know, all all the postseason – postseason doesn't matter if you have talent or anything. It just matters if – what matters is if you're hot and the Padres are hot. So I'm going with the
0: Padres. Moving over to the American League, which is the worst of two evils. Uh, we got the Yankees who beat the Guardians in game five in pretty convincing fashion. They take on the uh, Houston Astros who swept the Mariners in not really a sweep because the Mariners kind of were in all three games. Had leads, the two of them went 18 innings in game three, uh, but the Astros jump out to a 2-0 lead. They are on an off day today playing tomorrow. Um, the Astros, I think they're just... A very underrated 100 plus win team. I think everyone was kind of looking at the the East and the dominance of the Yankees, the NL East and the Astros kind of ran away with it all season. I think people just forget how good they are and uh, they're showing it and they've, they've stepped up to the plate. I'm not saying the Yankees are going to go down in a sweep, but um, I, I think the Astros are just too good of a team and unfortunately they are like the World Series saver right now and how dominant they've been, but uh, as I said, I hate both these teams, but if I were to pick one, I kind of want the Yankees to make it to the World Series just to lose in the World Series because I know more Yankee fans than Astros. I really don't know too many Astros fans, at least on Twitter. So I would just love to see like the Astros or the Yankee fans, you know, get their hopes up. They come back from 2-0, they got it, they're in the World Series, they're playing the Phillies or the or the Padres. These teams suck and they just lose it. And I would just love to see that happen, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think the Astros just. Convincingly get this in in five. I, I think the, the the Yankees lose tomorrow, battle stave off the sweep, but the Astros get it done in game five.
1: I don't know. Uh, it, I think the Astros are kind of just hot as shit, and I. It goes back to what I said. The Yankees were dominant this year. Doesn't mean shit in the postseason. You hit a slump. You don't you can't, oh, well, he'll give him a couple of weeks. we'll get out of it, no, you gotta get it out of it. the next, I bet you gotta get out of it, and the Yankees aren't doing that, so
0: I'm gonna give it to the Astros. I think they complete it i I agree, and I think next week by the time we are back, we should have the the World Series matchup. Maybe we have game one by then, maybe um, I don't know, we'll figure it out, but uh that's it for the or no, no, we don't we do actually have some off postseason news Dominic Bruce Bochi retires Ooh. from the Giants I thought it was it was over because wasn't he having some like health issues or something yeah, and then he, he was something like that yeah he comes back and now he is the manager of the Texas Rangers uh Dominic as the recovering Giants fan what are your thoughts on Bruce Bochi who has a a, t- a one-way ticket to the Hall of Fame now guess gotta reset that after he comes back to the uh come comes back to the MLB to be with the Rangers I mean, it's just, uh, I, how do I say it? Could this be like a Tony Larusa thing where it's not going to like taint his overall legacy, but if this doesn't work out, might not might not be great. Well, it's kind of like, in my opinion,
1: you retired on top, basically. I mean, multiple World Series, you know, I think he was even manager of the year or something like that. It's kind of like, all right, cool, going out on top. And then next thing you know, he's the fucking Rangers head coach. It's like he either needed the money, or they threw a ridiculous amount of money at him. He was just like, "I can't say no to that."
0: I think when he was, how long has it been? Two years since he's been gone. I think he's. Yes, I think. I think he's got like a little bit of an itch because he's like he's managing managing the Israel team for the World Baseball Classic. Mm -hmm. I think he's done some like other managing stuff, so it wasn't a complete shock that he's back in the MLB, but. I don't know. I mean, he's a great manager. Uh, you know, he had his his time with the Giants and uh, other teams as well. And I mean, the Rangers underperformed, drastically underperformed. Didn't think they would like be a strong hundred win team, make it to the postseason by anything like that. But they were really out of it for a majority of the season. And kind of like the Tony La Russa hire, getting like a respected veteran in there yeah. could kind of shake things up. But we saw how that worked with the White Sox. But the uh, the Rangers, I know they're in division, but I kind of don't pay attention too much to them. I don't think they have like over-the-top personalities like the White Sox do. Like they have Adolis Garcia, and that's kind of it. I think like Simeon's low-key, Seager's low-key. So it's not like a a locker room thing that he has to manage. I think it's just more on-field and talent-wise. So I don't know how much he's really going to change, but it's overall a good hire, I would say. But, I mean, they have the Astros in that division. You also got the Mariners. Um, Angels have the two best players in baseball and the A's yeah. are the A's. So it's not like this is a they're going to automatically make it to the playoffs after this.
1: Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's one of those things where you can't uh, you can't judge it this soon.
0: we will. Maybe we will, we will not. Uh, M- our NBA started this week. Uh, we're not going to do the full post or preseason break because we're going to save that for our five-year anniversary because we did that on the very first episode so we have to wait for in two weeks because this is episode 258 yeah. so on two on 260 that we be kind of our five-year anniversary i guess we'll do the full nba preview but uh dominic warriors had ring night draymond was there it seems like everybody's happy pool gets his money um Ring was cool. I like the whole twisty thing. And depending on how many rings you have, you have the Larry O'Brien trophies in there. So, your thoughts on pool getting his money and the Warriors ring night and stuff like that? Well, pool
1: getting his money is a great thing. Um, he definitely deserved it after last year, but you know, usually what happens with these paydays, they usually suck the next season or two. So, I'm nervous about that. And, uh, you know, in general, the rings were cool. I mean, I'm not big on fancy rings and shit like that, so I kinda could care less. I wanna talk about So you do care them. a lot. Oh my god,
0: fuck you. <laughs> um
1: so you couldn't I care about... less. I couldn't I couldn't care less, Brandon. Oh, okay, got it, got it. But I wanna talk about how the Warriors beat that ass of the Lakers, baby. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck LeBron James.
0: Well, why Why is LeBron going to catch a strays?
1: Easy. Yeah.
0: yeah, I like I like the rings. I think we've kind of gone so big and grand that it's kind of time kind to of reel it in a little bit to kind of the the little intricate parts of twisting it. Some rings I know, like the the football, the Bucks ring. And I think the Rams kind of have it, too, where you open it up and it has like the stadium inside. There's lights and yeah. pew, pew pew pew, And so there's like cool little things like that. So I'm um, excited for the NBA season. I know the Heat lost, so they're not exactly out to a great star. But the Warriors are doing great. And uh, yeah, a lot of stars are healthy again. So hopefully we can have a, a fun season. But let's get on into the NFL. We've got week seven of our picks. So let's get into the NFL preview, otherwise known as Dominic's and Brandon's picks. Bum bum. Oh, thank you, Dominic. But I don't know if you should be including me in that. You did beat me last week by one measly pick. Of course, every single pick. Of course, it came down to Monday night with the Chargers. And I think I'm not 100% sure on this, but when it comes to Dominic picking, the money line. I think the Chargers were the only team he picked to win that did win, but that did not cover. And we both had the Chargers going into that game. And of course, the one time it actually made a difference on the spread, Dominic ends up going seven and six, while well, I go six and seven. Tough Man, look, but this is why it's suck. called this is why it's called Dominic's picks. It sucks, it sucks, buddy. So we. But overall, I think I make more money, or at least lose less money because. Congrats on on the Giants pick. you did get that one, but for the most part, a lot of them were favorites. So not a lot of value in your picks, but you did get the Giants. So I'll give All you I'll give you some 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 kudos on that one. Uh, Thursday night, we had an actual decent game. It was a high scoring game, uh, but a weird one where the the Saints jump out to a, a big lead. Andy Dalton throws a pick in the end zone, then he throws back to back pick sixes. So on paper, super high scoring. Seems like it's a lot of fun, but not not exactly. Uh, Cardinals, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray yelling at each other. But second half was kind of a bore. Um, Kind kind of a a weird, a weird game, but I guess better than what we've got these last few weeks. Dominic, Uh, anything to make of Saints are now two and five. Yuck. The Cardinals are three and four. Um, I don't, I don't know what to, to make of the Cardinals because they have the talent D hop is back, which is good for them. But, um, in that division, especially with the 49ers did, I don't exactly know if they're a serious playoff contender, even after this win.
1: Well, I mean, i actually told you that
0: bring back Jameis. It's a damn shame. I know it's ironic where after Andy Dalton throws all these interceptions, you ask for Jameis, who is the pick king, but Andy don't need it. Give us Jameis or give us death. Give us death then. No. We
1: want death. We want death. That's so not I'm, nice. just, I'm sorry. I'm going through it because I'm trying to see. Did AJ Green not get a single fucking pass yesterday? Did he even play?
0: Uh, I don't have him, so I don't really pay attention, I, but...
1: I picked him up because I thought, oh, it be a great fucking pickup.
0: Fucking fuck me in the butt. Uh, I know Zach Ertz didn't do shit. They were just pumping uh, throws to Nuke. But yet, of course, I had an time TD, and he didn't cash that. They throw it to fucking Greg Dortch, and they run it in a few times. And the pick six has also killed us. So, uh, yeah, not a not a great... Not a great fantasy night unless you had, I don't even know. I think, Eno Benjamin did okay. I think he got in the end zone, but, or the, for whatever reason you started the Cardinals defense, which I don't think many people did. I almost did, but I mean, Andy, Andy Dalton got some, some garbage points. Alva Camaro, you know, saved his game, saved his day by some, I think like four catches on like the last two drives. So.
1: I don't think AJ Green took a fucking single pass. What I mean, which fucks
0: me because you started AJ Green yesterday. I had to. Yeah the the fantasy fantasy world right now for Dominic, myself and Tyler aren't exactly going off. But okay. I will single handedly take down Trapdoor to Hell, the original version this week. I'm facing Tyler in our league, and I'm facing Travis in the Johnny Roca league. So it is going to be. Fucking amazing. That's okay. Olave Olave, is
1: that how you say his name? Or Olave. Olave. 106 yards. That's good. I started
0: him. Good job. You don't I mean, didn't really have much of a choice. But oh, yeah, I didn't have a Uh, you yet. should you just you uh also Dominic, you should always if you have a play who's starting on Thursday, always start them in their position. Don't put them at flex. You never know what's gonna happen. Cause that just fucks you in the long run. Well,
1: I fuck no matter what, because I said because I started AJ Green. I'm like, why am I starting AJ Green? The
0: fuck? I don't know why you starting AJ Green. Because it was either him. First off, why do you have Philip Lindsay? Why don't you just pick somebody else off the waiver wire? Cause pick I up Zay Jones he... or pick up fucking I don't know. <laughs> but you gotta get JK Dalbins out of your lineup because he is gonna get microscopic knee surgery. He's gonna be out four to six weeks. So get Kenyon Drake really? in your lineup. Oh, okay. Come on, Dominic. Yeah. Pay attention. I don't pay attention, Ming. All right, let's get in to Dominic's picks featuring Brandon. Uh, first off, whoop, that is the baseball. That is not what we want. We want the football where we get the Atlanta Falcons, America's team, the only undefeated team against the spread. They travel to mixed Mr. X's home of Cincinnati, and they take on the Bengals. Bengals favored by six and a half. The Falcons beat down on the uh San Francisco 49ers last week. That was at home. Now they're on the road. Bengals had a really good win against the Saints. People might say the Bengals are back.
1: Dominic are back, the baby. Bengals
0: are the Bengals back. Bengals are back, baby. I love a bagel. You love a bagel? Yeah. What kind of bagel? Mm. Asiago. Ooh. Mm, like a, like a nice cheese bagel. Mm-hmm. With the cream cheese on the inside, mm-hmm. double cheese.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So Anyways. Dominic will be taking the Bengals. Any any reasoning behind this?
1: Well, the Bengals are minus six and a half, right? Yes. So that means they have to win by six and a half or lose, right? Good job, Dominic. It's only like a third year doing this. I'm I'm figuring it out. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals to win.
0: Also, I think they're gonna cover. So are you because are, are you doing this because you might have gotten yelled at last week by Travis asking why you just took all money line picks? Yes, pretty much. OK, so Dominic is back on the spreads. He's back to making you guys money. Well, he's, he was already making money last week because yeah. I think Dominic it. is I think Dominic is two and zero oh so far, at least or three, I don't know. We're, we're very mid in these picks. So ba- take, take our picks with a grain of salt, you know, choose half of our picks and go with them. Maybe you'll be right. Uh, so Dominic's going with the Bengals minus a six and a half. Yes. Um, it's America's team. The Falcons six and O oh against the spread. I think they continue it. I think they can keep it close. They're very run heavy, milk the clock, control the control, the pace defense, maybe gets a turnover or two. Keep it close. I do think the Bengals win this game, but I think this is going to be another nail biter and giving the Falcons and the points wouldn't be shocked if they, they beat the Bengals, but I do think the Bengals win. And I also be mad if the Bengals lighted it up because I traded for T Higgins. Thank you, Tyler gave up Damian Pierce, not exactly happy about that, but mm. I needed, needed some, some wide receiver depth, but uh, so I got the bank or Donica's has the Bengals. I have the Falcons then staying in the AFC North with the Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens hosting and favored by six and a half. The Ravens losing to the uh, Giants last week. Browns also losing last week to the uh, New England Patriots, both kind of in embarrassing fashion. Uh, I know the, the, I know the Ravens are my team to make it to the Super Bowl at the AFC Dominic, but I have kind of lost faith in them. They're kind of on my like, no bet list right now Mark Andrews a little banged up Lamar a little banged up but I think they're both going to play give me give me the Browns plus the points very similar to my reason reasoning last week with the Giants I just don't think the Falcons can hold a big lead um, and it worked for me last week so I'm going to keep riding it give me the uh, Browns and the points give me <laughs>
1: See, I'm kind of torn because like I feel like the Ravens this year have been, you know, going against these lesser teams and going in there and everyone's like, "Oh, they're going to win," and then they lose. But I feel like it's going to be a bounce back game for the
0: Ravens. So, give me the Ravens and the points. Okay, okay. The Detroit Lions take on the Dallas Cowboys Dak is back. Don't know if it's official official yet, but all signs point to Dak. Coming back and starting uh, for the first time since week one, injuring that thumb. Cowboys favored by six and a half. Lions off a of bye. Dominic feisty team, but they did get their their cheeks blown out a couple weeks ago against the Patriots. Uh, bounce back for both these teams. Who bounces back more? Who gets the bigger bounce? I think. Oof!
1: I don't. I've been oh, – hmm. I feel like the Lions are going to lose. But I don't – I'm I'm going to take the Cowboys to outright, outright win, but I don't think they cover.
0: Okay, so Dominic going with the Detroit Lions. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, I, I really like the Cowboys' defense. Uh, they are just – one of the best defenses in the league. So we saw what the uh, Patriots were able to do to the Lions a couple of weeks ago. Yesterday, does off a of bias, so they get a little extra time. Uh, but with Dak back, I think they're going to be able to sling it all over the place. Also, not it but Michael Gallup going to have a big game this week. So I can see the Cowboys kind of putting it on the Lions over under set of forty nine. Uh, I I mean I like the over in this one. Just have a fun time and I think bounce back for the Lions. Monroe should be back. DeAndre Swift should be back as well. So hopefully they have all their weapons. But I think the Lions or the Cowboys rather have a, a big breakout game with Dak and kind of establishing that they are for real and they will be on the heels of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Green Bay Packers travel to Washington to take out, take on the commies Packers favored by four and a half. They have lost their last two first time in the Matt LeFleur era. Commander's not very good. They got Taylor Heineke under center now because Carson Wentz has a bad hand. Um, Taylor Heineke was feisty a few years ago, led them to the playoffs at home underdogs by four and a half. The Packers have just been an utter disappointment. Dominic, this, this turn is around.
1: Packers are going to turn this around. Give me the Packers to win. Give me the points. Packers are going to win this game.
0: All right. Packers are going to win this game. I mean, I kind of got to agree with you. I think Heineke is a little feisty. I don't know exactly about that Washington defense. I mean, without Chase Young, they haven't exactly been super, super on fire. Uh I hate the I hate taking the Packers, but it is a lower number than what they've been getting recently. So I guess give me the uh, the Packers and the four and a half as well. This one's relatively low scoring at 41 and a half. I would not mind taking that over. I think this could be not a sneaky shootout, but maybe a uh, 20 21, 24 to 17 game or something like that. I don't think the math adds up on that, but it does not. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, we get a division matchup with the Indianapolis Colts, taking on the tech Tennessee Titans, Titans at home favored by two and a half on this one. Uh, Titans off of by Colts, a uh, big win against the Jaguars last week. Maybe their offense is back and they are getting Jonathan Taylor. So, Dominic, uh, what do you see in this divisional matchup? Both teams kind of not saying that a must win for either team, but they are kind of fallen below expectations. And I think for them to get right to kind of continue on that trend, especially for the Colts, I got to get the win here. I think the Colts are going to put up a good fight, but I I think Derek
1: Henry is going to run through that defense and just, you know, going to tear him up. So give me Tennessee in the points.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be just be an ugly game. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, both just kind of running it back and forth. I have a little more faith in the Colts passing offense. So I kind of lean the Colts on that one. So I will take the Colts and the two and a half as well. Uh, 42 is the total. Give me the give me the under into that one. Uh, The New York football Giants travel to Duval to take on the Jacksonville all elite tag You would think after Jacksonville taking a loss, New York big win against the ravens 5 and 1 they would be the favorites but no eh, eh, eh. 3 point underdog are the giants on the road this this one's interesting I me mean, this one kind of seems like a kind of seems a little ratty seems like they want you they're begging you to take the giants i mean they're 5 and 1 shouldn't they just beat down on the jaguars dominic the jaguars kind of suck i mean they're a feisty team but they're not that good to be three-point favorites over the Giants, right? Brandon, put $50 on the Giants for me, all right? Okay.
1: Do it. Okay. Do it because the Giants are going to win this game, okay? Okay. Do it, and if they lose, I'll pay the 50 bucks.
0: Okay. Okay. On the money line?
1: No points. Okay,
0: okay. But uh, whatever yeah, give this... me more money. That would be the money line because they're give underdogs. It. Give me the money line, man. Okay, uh, so Dominic's taking the Giants. Um, as I said, this one seems just kind of ratty to me. If, if, it feels like the Giants should be at least a slight favorite, even if you're going to like give the home field advantage towards the, the Jaguars, like maybe a, a one and a half in favor of the Giants. But with it being said, at minus three for the Jags, it just seems like that's the direction they feel like it's going to go. So I, I'm enticed to take the Giants, but give me the Jags minus three. I don't love it, but I just think that's kind of they want to take the Giants and then go the opposite way with the Jaguars uh, moving on. We get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Carolina Kitty Cats because they ain't got nobody there anymore because they trade away. Robbie Anderson traded away Christian McCaffrey. Uh, we'll talk about CMC on the 49er side, but um, the biggest number on the board is not even really close. Panthers are 13 point home dogs. To the Buccaneers who just dropped the ball and fucked the Buccaneers and the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) They fucked up the tease me daddy parlay. We bet on every, we teased every single game. We're going to turn $8 into $350. Teased every team. And I think every, I think every team, we did 13 out of 15 or whatever it was. Yeah, 11 out of 13. Anyways, every, I think every team that covered in our teaser, just covered outright, so we didn't even need the extra points, so we could have won even more money, but the Buccaneers couldn't even cover, couldn't even just beat. We didn't need all the fancy points, the eight or whatever it was. They just needed to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Couldn't even fucking do that. Now, Cardinals, I'll give them a little more leeway because the Seahawks are a little more feisty, and I think that was kind of a sus pick to be... Sorry, studio audience, a little... A bad pick to begin with, but anyways... Put that aside. I'm still taking the Carolina Panthers. It's ugly. I hate it. 13 is a fuck ton of points. It's at home division rival. But I also just feel like this could be the game where the Bucks absolutely break out and just fucking beat down on the kitty cats. And it's like 28 to three or something like that. And it's just ugly by the second quarter. Give me the bucks. Give me the points. You talked me into
1: it because I, I they don't, I, not that McCaffrey was fucking doing things for them this year, but they don't have McCaffrey. They don't have a real offensive anything anymore. So I think the, their defense is going to try to keep them in it,
0: but the defense isn't even all that good. So I'm going the bucks. I get. I guess I'm going to be the idiot. I'm going to take the Panthers plus 13 also says before big number, Big home, whatever. Take the under. This one's at a 39. As I said, even if it's a beatdown of 20 to 3, that still covers. So take the under on that one, even though it's a 39-point dog. Then we get the battle of the bye weeks as the Houston Texans travel to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders favored by 7. Big number at home for the Raiders. uh, Both teams coming off a loss i believe i hey, I can't remember what the texans did a couple weeks ago but uh dominic are we going to be homers and take the Raiders? seven is an important number it's a big number i thought the texans were feisty kind of cooled off these last couple weeks do the raiders show up and show out yes i think they
1: have to if the raiders don't beat the texans i think they're going to burn a legion stadium so, give me the Raiders. Give me those points. Not only
0: because I'm a fan, but because the Raiders do need this win. They do need this win. I think they will get the win. The seven points is what scares me a bit, but uh, yeah, give me the give me the give me the number. Give me the seven with the Raiders. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see them just beating it by ten or even fourteen, but uh, yeah, hopefully Damian Pierce. Not biased. Well, actually, I don't want him to go off because I'm facing Tyler, but I do want him to go off because facing Travis. Yeah, you know, that's what happens when you, you trade away a player that you yes. have on both teams. But uh, we're both being homers and we're both going to take their aid as staying in the AFC West with the Denver Broncos hosting the New York football Jets. Once again, uh, interesting line with the Denver Broncos. Everybody's most hated team because we've been shoved down our throats on prime time. Thank God we're not seeing them again until like week 14. But the Broncos, a one point favorite against the New York Jets. Dominic, Jets, big win at Lambeau. They've been rolling a little bit. Broncos, we see them all the time. They have been struggling big time. Can the Jets do it again with the upset on the road?
1: I don't know. Kind of a pick kind of just... Ooh, ooh, give me... Give me the Jets. They're, they're going somewhere this year.
0: Yeah. Give me, give me the jets as well. Uh, I think their defense is like super underrated. Uh, They got some, some skill players on that offense as well. Zach Wilson isn't exactly like a world beater by any means, but I mean, that that Denver defense is very frisky and I, they are the reason why these games have been so close to boring because their their defense is good enough to keep them in these games. So, fuck it, I'm switching. Give me the Broncos. We'll switch it up. I gotta get a win this week. I gotta be Dominic in his in his gimmick. So give oh, me the. Uh, I was give gonna the, say
1: I was like we're not playing each other.
0: Give me give me the Denver Broncos in the uh, the minus one. I mean, pretty much it's a pick them. Um, but anyway, here we go. One of the bigger matchups on the week, a Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. The Kansas City Chiefs come over here to the Bay to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Both teams coming off a loss. Chiefs against the Bills. Well, 49ers was against the Falcons. So one doesn't exactly match up to the other. But Chiefs two-point road favorite. uh, San Francisco gets Christian McCaffrey. Trades away four picks. uh, Two, three, three, and a four, I think. Uh, before we pick the game, Dominic, thoughts on this massive CMC trade that took place last night?
1: I think he's a little bit past his prime, but I think it's definitely a good pickup. Um, I mean, if you can get him, Debo, uh, Kittle, you know. Ayuk, Juszczyk. Exactly. If you can get them all kind of just synchronized and just dealing, this team's unstoppable. And that defense is pretty damn good, too. So. You just got to make sure everyone gels together. You know, you don't want to have a, you know, a devonte Adam Hunter refro situation when Renfro runs into Adams in the last play of the game, which could have won the game.
0: And then your quarterback overthrows it by 25 yards. So it really doesn't make a difference, but we're just going to say it did. Yes, exactly. But, you know, good, good, good pickup. Not,
1: like I said, a little bit past his prime, maybe not worth all those picks, but you know, still good pickup.
0: Yeah. I I'm kind of the same boat as you where. It's, it was interesting. You gave up so much for him because I just didn't feel like the 49ers needed a running back. Like, yeah, you got Elijah Mitchell's out, but like Jeff Wilson's fine. And the running game was like decent. It's not like they needed a new guy there, but I think it just kind of shows that the 49ers are kind of like all in. Like they're trying to fucking do everything to make sure they can make a run and make it to the Super Bowl this year. But, I think from like an X from an X is an O standpoint, it's a great move. Getting Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's a little bit injury pone these last few years, but when he's healthy, and we've even seen it with the shitty Carolina Panthers, like he's still a phenomenal player, one of the best in the league. But yeah. I just don't know long term if it's gonna really pay out. And technically they have an out after this year, so you don't have to pay him all that money. I would be I would assume they're gonna like restructure his contract to where they can like defer some money or do whatever they got they gotta do, so they've got to pay him all that money. So On field, I like it, but long term, GM wise, I'm not 100% sure about giving all that money, giving up all those picks when you kind of were filling a hole that wasn't even really there to begin with. But going back to the game itself, Super Bowl rematch 49ers trying to get revenge against the Kansas City Chiefs, both teams with Super Bowl aspirations coming off losses. Dominic, uh, 49ers, home underdogs by two in this one.
1: By two, because ESPN is showing
0: minus one Kansas City. Well, in the Barstool Sportsbook, it says two. I can refresh it. I did do this before the game or before the podcast started. So I will refresh it just to see if it is up to date, if it, if a line moved, if everybody is just hammering the 49ers, which led them to change it to one. But as we wait, um, Dominic, how was uh, you, you put over the pizza, put over the pizza joint you went to today? Vasalis? Wasn't that bad? It was,
1: you know, I think their pizzas pretty damn good. You know, pepperoni pizza, cheese pizzas. They do like they they have a set menu every week, and then they and because they just do different creations, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's only like a five minute drive from the house. So
0: nice, nice, nice. So we are back on the sports book. And oh, yes, it has changed now. It's a one and a half, which I think is important. it's, a, it's you know, dropping down those half a points, it's always a big deal. So I guess we're, would you like that? Well, fuck it. Since Dominic pointed out, we're going to take the live number at one and a half. I think it does make a little bit of a, of a difference, but Dominic chiefs, 49ers, 49ers. All right. He's going to take them one and a half. You shouldn't have said anything. If you're going to take the Niners, you're going to take the two, possibly get a push or the cover. But now anyways, yeah, shouldn't say anything. So okay. if, if you're going to give him, if you're going to give me the half a point off, give me the chiefs all day. Um, they were, I mean, they're still Good against the Buffalo Bills. I Now, the 49er defense might be an issue, but the Atlanta Falcons are able to just kind of carve them up a little bit. So if the Falcons could put up 28 points against the 49ers, I think the Chiefs can do it as well. So give me the Chiefs minus the one and a half. Maybe sneaky shootout. Maybe sneaky shootout. But I don't love it. Uh, so then the penultimate. Game, well, not the penultimate game, but the penultimate game on Sunday is the Seattle Seagulls taking on the Los Angeles Chargers uh, in SoFi Stadium, the not-so-home field advantage for the Chargers. Chargers laying five in this one. Big, big number for a team that has been very inconsistent. The Seahawks are a feisty bunch. I love the over in this one. 50 and a half is a big number, but I think we're just going to shoot back and forth. Uh, maybe Keenan Allen's back in this one. Seahawks hope, looking healthy, uh, so give me the over in this one. If you're gonna make me take a take a side, um, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. I know the Chargers kind of burned me last week with the Broncos, um, and the Seahawks beat the Broncos, so technically they're like a better team. So I guess at home, same things as Monday night. Give me the Seahawks plus the five.
1: Every time I've been picking the Chargers, I feel like they've just been. Not the
0: same. They're like a good underdog team, but they're a terrible favorite team, especially when it's this many points.
1: Yes. So I think I agree with you, Seahawks.
0: Okie dokie. What do you think on the uh, the number? Do you think it's going to be a shootout or kind of like a run in the mill kind of average game?
1: Kind of average. I think uh, there'll be a point where you'll be like, oh, shit, the Chargers are going to fucking win and cover, and then you're going to be like, oh, no, here comes the Seahawks. Here comes Geno Smith just fucking dumping dimes.
0: Goated. Goated. Uh, then Sunday night... Uh kind of a it's a decent, decent little matchup. It's the concussion bowl. Ooh. As Kenny, Kenny Pickett and Tua Tonga Vailoa come back from concussions. Dolphins at home laying seven and a half. Big, big number. Uh Dolphins come off the loss against the Vikings. Steelers coming off the big win against the Bucks. Tua's back. Pickett's back for whatever that's worth. Um Dominic, kind of I I don't know where to go in on this one. This one's kind of Kind of interesting, especially with that seven and a half, which is very, it's which is an the important. Steelers
1: number. are kind of up in the air. You you want to count them out, and then you just realize that like, oh shit, they can actually ball out sometimes. So it's kind of rough. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, you got the the image of last week with same the same with the Dolphins, the same. But then Dolphins. you also got the image of a couple weeks ago with the Bills. So it's like, which Steeler team you're going to get? Exactly, and these this Dolphins team is
1: kind of the same thing. It's it's you know, it it's a hard pick. I think. I will give the edge to the Dolphins,
0: though. So, okay. Fins I mean, up. I'll ends up. I'm not exactly doing this to be different, but uh, giving the giving the Steelers plus the seven and a half. Um, not wishing this on anybody, but who knows if the two is going to stay healthy. Uh, but uh, seven and a half's big number. I think the Steelers. Maybe the Bills game was a little bit more of an aberration. So yeah. I'm kind of putting my faith in that. And it's the Bills. Uh, Bills, spoiler, much better than the Dolphins are. But uh, if the Dolphins kind of show it and ball out, I think after the last couple of weeks and a little disappointment, I think they're right back into that kind of Super Bowl lower tier Super Bowl contention mix. Uh, Monday Night Football, not the sexiest of matchups. Once again, I think now the Bears are also kind of in that same boat with the Broncos. Of why they keep putting them on prime time all the time? But the Bears travel to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Another big big number as the Patriots are favored by eight in this one. No word yet on exactly who the quarterback will be for the Patriots. Zach uh, Zappy lighten it up like he's been doing. Uh, Mac Jones is on track. I don't know exactly if he's going to start or not, but um, I think that does make a little bit of difference. I think it's zap, Zappy is playing. I, I like the Patriots a lot more. If it's Mac Jones, I think the offense is going to be a little more stagnant, a little more run heavy. So that eight is kind of a big number for them.
1: Let's see. You, It's the Bears, though. You know what I mean? It, it's They haven't
0: really done anything. Well, I mean, the Thursday night game, they were in the red zone all the time. They could have scored three touchdowns that they didn't. Yeah, okay, listen, could have. But they're the Bears, so they didn't. Exactly. So I'm kind of...
1: I think I'm going to lead towards the Patriots no matter what. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots outright.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, I lean the I lean the Patriots as well. A uh, big number scares me, but I have much more faith in the Patriots. Kind of doing what they did the Lions, than the Bears. Kind of sticking around and yeah, uh, you know, kind of keeping it close. So, not a sexy game, but. I guess we'll both take the Patriots. The look ahead line, a uh, much better game on Thursday night. We get the Ravens and the Bucks. Right now, Bucks favored by three. Eh, I don't know. Should be a, a fun matchup. Two teams that are kind of still Super Bowl contenders, but I think a little bit of a disappointment, especially after last week. But it uh, should be a fun game on Thursday. All right. That is it for Dominic's picks. That's it for sports, unless Dominic has any uh, random tidbits or any random news you'd like to throw out there before we we move on?
1: Uh, not that I can think of.
0: I'm. Well, uh,
1: random tidbits. Let's see. Random tidbits. Random tidbits. Random tidbits. Um, did you know that there's a sign I saw in Idaho that said "Athletes Wanted, twenty five dollars an hour"? So I'm I almost applied right there.
0: Do it. Should I? be honest, i kind of blacked out i didn't hear exactly what the job was called
1: i don't know it just said athletes and something uh, athletes and drivers wanted 25 to 35 dollars an hour and i'm like brandon brandon's an athlete he plays baseball still
0: and i can drive but I, I also drop. I also almost killed my dad today. I forgot to say this, but we were doing the thing. We're lubing, lubing her up, loving that, uh, lubing that bitch up. We're lubing that bitch up. And he told me to to get in the car and to get in the Jeep and and turn the steering wheel. And I went to go start it. And I was so worried about because he was Wait, still did to try to start it. That was, well, that was my first issue. He didn't tell me not to start it. Oh, so, so I so I went to go start it. And I was so worried about the Jeep rolling that I just hammered the brake that I forgot to put on the clutch. And so then I kind of jumped a little bit. But we're all good. It wasn't a full jump. It was like a half jump, and I realized what happened. It took my yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's it for sports. Let's move on into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. Uh, this is awkward. Dominic forgot what the jingles are. He has two jobs, and you forgot what they are.
1: No. Do I still do the jingle if there's no email? Oh, there's no Mr. X email.
0: Dominic, we were so early. It, well, it's Okay. Mr. I put, X, I put the, the, the tweet out, but well, I it's mean. OK. Mr. X sent in on the other podcast that he's not feeling great. Oh, OK, OK, Tuesdays. he was supposed to, he was supposed to be at the uh, AW on Tuesday, but I guess he like almost passed out while taking a shower. So he, he elected not to go. So uh, damn. hopefully everything is much better. Mr. X, you feel OK, well, Mr. X, then he does get the jingle. It's Mr. X's questions of the week. Well, maybe we just remix it and make it Johnny Roca's questions of the week because that's the only thing we got on the Instagram as well. So let's it's go time in.
1: for Johnny Roca's X's. I don't. I see. It just it just throws the doll off. it all off. Throws it all.
0: Johnny Roca's questions of the week. Bum there you go. Okay, how about that?
1: You do. You you do the jingle for Johnny. There you go. Now do it again. Do it again.
0: <laughs> it's time for it's time for the newest segment, Johnny Roca's questions of the week. Bum bum. All right, let's move on into Johnny's questions out of the four possible world series matchups. Which one would you like to see the most San Diego, Houston, San Diego, New York rematch of the 1998 world series, Philly, Houston, or Philly, New York upstate matchup about a two hour drive from one another. Um, I kind of showed my hand a little bit when it comes to, to the AL side, I think I want the Yankees to make it as long as they lose. But when it comes to who I want to win, who I want to win out of the National League, prob- I think for like sentimental reasons, I probably would go with the, the Padres just because of Bob Melvin, Jerks, I, Jax, Yeah, you know, They're the San Diego Padres athletics. So, so. I'll go with that. Padres and Yankees. For my dream World Series, Dominic.
1: Padres and Yankees. I think I would have to go with the... Oh, I think I'd rather go Phillies and Yankees.
0: And same thing? You want the Yankees fans to get excited just for the rug to get pulled out from out them? Kind of. All right. October twenty second, which is tomorrow, is National Nut Day. Ooh. Of all the different kinds of nuts to eat, what is your favorite nut? He didn't add the last nut. I just like say nut. Nut.
1: Um favorite nut. My, My nut. Favorite nut. That's definitely a yes. Um favorite nut so. My favorite? No, that's a good question, because, like, I like a good almond, but then, like, I also really enjoy um, peanuts. So, can I go with two? Sure. Peanuts
0: and almonds. Not the... Does a... This... Sunflower seed doesn't count, right? Yep, Sunflower seed not a nut. Yeah, yeah. That's a seed, not a nut. Yeah. Um, I think I'd probably go with a peanut, or maybe like a cashew. I think I'm gonna go with a cashew. I think if that's I, is a good choice. That's a good I think choice. if I think if I, like for a peanut, like regular peanuts are fine, but I kind of want to douse them up a little bit. So if I'm going just like a straight naked nut, I'm going to go with the cashew. All right, October twenty third which is Sunday is national tight ends day, who are two of your favorite NFL tight ends. So we, we, you know, you can say the current ones or you can go all time. If you want to go little retro tight ends, Hmm. little Mike Ditka or something like that. Antonio Gates, Gronk.
1: Probably. I feel like if you go Gronk, you can't go wrong just because like, He was literally like a little bit of everything. He was one of the best of all time.
0: And he was a good time. Exactly.
1: Um, I mean, fuck. That's a good question. Um, I think I'm going to have a, just throw one out
0: there and I am, I'm going to go with Gronk. I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey from a fantasy perspective. I had in the last few years and, always loved him actually have been in a new league me tyler and josh are co-co co-managing a eight team fantasy league that just started yesterday we're already 1-0 because for whatever reason it couldn't start until yesterday or last week so oh, thank thank thanks for thinking of me thanks appreciate well, it well you would you like to be a, a part 25 25 25 no it's
1: fine you guys you know it's fine you know just exclude me you know i have nothing going on in my life you know, it's, you know...
0: Well, originally, I was invited. It was me. It was just going to be my team. And then Tyler joins in. And then we were like, oh, when is Josh going to join? And they were like, all right, we're just going to fucking do Josh. And then now, now, Dom, you want in?
1: No, it's fine. I don't want to be a part of it anyways.
0: You don't want to be a part of Tai Chi's? Definitely not part of Tai Chi's. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Current. I'm going to go retro. Back in the day. Favorite tight end. Shannon Sharp, just because he's a fun time on, what a bitch. on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. What a bitch. I know. I know. Thank you, Johnny, for sending those questions. If you like to be like Johnny and sometimes Josh and Mr. X. Uh, curveballs and CS on Instagram and/or Twitter. Curveballandcs at gmail.com. Uh, boom, bang. Bing, bang, bang. boom. Bing, bong. R.I.P. bing bong. Uh, let's get into dynamite. Going to do the dynamite recap real quick. Uh, first off, we got Triángulo de la Muerte retaining the three uh, three man triples trios titles, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days, against uh, best friends. Made Orange Cassidy fun, exciting opening match. Looks like they're already teasing a uh, Triángulo de la Muerte breakup with pock and phoenix kind of get into it a little bit uh not exactly excited about that but i think that also maybe portends that the elite are on their way that
1: that's that's the only thing i'm really hoping for is that gunshots outside my house
0: i was at work today and there was a big ass fucking like bang outside and i couldn't tell what it was, but I looked outside and like there was nothing. So I don't know what the hell that was. I'm really hoping it's
1: it's my dad and his friend watching a movie and I just it just sounded like it came from outside. So
0: But it's but, Spokane yeah. Valley is a lovely Well, lovely. All a bunch
1: of fucking hickabillies, So of course they're shooting their guns because they're like, Oh, we're in America. Bow, 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 bow. So anyways. Anyways. Anyways, I I hope I hope it's a precursor to Elite coming back, but I already got a feeling when they come back, no one's gonna no one's gonna want to give a shit about wrestling for the first week or two.
0: They just want to hear they, them, yeah, cut a promo and watch be in the Elite and see what kind of in, inside jokes they make. Exactly. So,
1: I mean, it's good if
0: they do. So I don't. I could really. I don't. I don't care. Uh, we got the women's championship match with Tony Storm retaining against Sheeta. match was okay. Crowd didn't really care too, too much about it. Uh, We got a big old schmals at the end with Britt and Saraya and Riho. Riho makes her return, so that was a lot of fun, but uh, once again, they kind of have their one women's segment, women's match, a show, and crowd doesn't really care too much about it because they don't really put too much effort into it. Um, It's like if they have a good segment, the crowd will get into it, but um, they're not just going to get up for it just because of the women involved. So, right. So, yeah. Uh, Well, I guess there's two things everyone's kind of been talking about on the show. MJF and William Regal cut a promo. Uh, Regal comes out, MJF, they go back and forth. MJF talking about his history as a WWE extra, uh, trying to make his name for himself. And Regal says, "Uh, yeah, we're not going to continue with you. And he says he wanted to kill himself, yada, yada, yada uh very deep very emotional promo from both sides i think mjf did great Regal did great kind of don't know how you're supposed to feel about it because you know, like mjf it was kind of like a baby face promo but then regal was i mean Riggle was booed when he tried rebuttal but then i think he got the crowd back on his side so i i Still don't exactly know what they're trying to do with this MJF stuff. Like, we'll talk about what happened at the end at the end. But is this are they going for the MJF face turn or is this going to be a, a swerve, bro, at the end of it? And it's I like oh. going
1: to be a swerve. I mean, I just feel like this is building up for something like that to happen. So
0: or are they going to try to outsmart themselves? Where it's like it's a bit he's a baby face, like in the moment. And then he like changes back to a heel eventually. Cause like it's in, I can New see that happening. Cause it's like, it's in New Jersey. So you're going to get that pop. Maybe. I mean, there's going to be some fans who are going to like Moxley, but I think it's going to be predominantly be about MJF. So for the moment he's a face, but then later down the line, if he holds it for a long time, he can do the, you know, CM Punk ROH route where he's going to leave the company. He has the expiring contract and he kind of holds the belt hostage at the end of next year or something.
1: I hope not just because I I think they'll be better off with him just being a face for a while, but that's my honest opinion. I think, I think no matter what they do, it's going to be fine. Cause I think MJF is good enough to where he can do literally anything and kind of, you know, m- and thrive at that situation.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm, I've been entertained with the MJF stuff, but I'm also intrigued and a little worried about what it's going to end up being at the end of it. Uh, Renee Paquette had a sit down with uh, Danielson and Yuda kind of reflecting on the Daniel Garcia stuff. Danielson uh, still puts over Garcia. Yuda not exactly a big fan of that rightfully so, and kind of looks like they're teasing Yuda and M or Yuda and Danielson Maybe at the end of full gear, we get like a complete uh, just breakup of the BCC with Regal and Jeff and Moxley in the mix as well. So I don't know where they're going with this, but also kind of puts the fans in an awkward situation because they like, I think they obviously, I think they like Danielson more than like Yuta, but Yuta has a very fair point from where he's coming from. So that also kind of hurts Danielson. So yeah, D- don't know. And it also hurts that, you know, all their like top tier guys are out right now. So no offense to Yuta but I kind of would want to see Danielson in something bigger than a will you defeat?" right now.
1: Well, I mean, but that's, you might have to just suck it up, bud, because I don't think there's much more that's going to take place until some people come back.
0: So I'm fine with that. I don't care. I like it no matter what. Shout out Gene Segura doing the Reese Hoskins bat spike. I guess that's a new thing now. Uh, Jericho retains his ROH title. He beats Dalton castle. Good. Uh, you know, de- you know, decent little match. Don Castle used to be like one of the hottest things in wrestling a few years back, but fortunately, back injury kind of kind of derailed him. Uh, then Jericho beats down or was gonna beat down an Ian Ricciabani. Then Jerry Lynn makes the save and yeah. then he takes a pile driver or the tombstone. Did not look very good, but um, are we gonna get a Jericho Jerry Lynn match in the year of our Lord 2022? It. I really don't want to see it. I mean, Jerry looks like he's in he's in decent shape. I mean, he was up there wrestling with X-Pac, you know, a few years ago. So it's not like he can't do it. I know, but it's just it's kind of like, yeah, he he
1: could do it. But do we need to see it? No.
0: You're telling me you don't want to see like 250 year olds wrestling no. in 2022? How old is really Jerry? How, how old do you say Jerry Lynn is? Fucking 50s. I need a number, Dominic.
1: I don't know. Ain't no mathematician.
0: Well, do you even know when he was born? No. Okay, then just give me a fucking number. He's fucking 55. Well, he was 59. Oh. So close. So, so close. So close well, so Jericho is... Isn't he 50? 51. No. He's gonna be 52. Birthday's in November. Damn, he's old. Damn, our childhood heroes, Dominic, are getting old. <laughs> We're getting old. Anyways, moving Thanks. into the main event, we get John Moxley defending his AEW title against Hangman Adam Page. And Moxley retains after a ref stoppage once uh, Hangman uh, got concussed. Don't exactly know the full extent of it, but it uh, didn't look like a whole lot and kind of an awkward ending to the show. Obviously, they were trying to... Uh, had my antennas up that something was going to happen at the end of the show. So I thought this was a work to be honest, but then obviously it was not um, nice to see that they kind of handled it. They, I mean, AEW handled this way better than the Miami dolphins handled the Tua situation. So, so <laughs> well, good for you, them. Why do you think
1: they handled it so good is because they go, Oh, we don't do that. Okay. Let's not do that then.
0: So, yeah, they uh, kind of improvised the last 10 minutes with a lot of, you know, hyping upcoming matches. Then MJF comes out and teases a cash in, but then doesn't cash in and says he's going to challenge Mox at uh, full gear November. So, once again, going back to earlier, like, what exactly is MJF? Is he get a face? Is he a heel? Is it a swerve, bro? I do not know. Uh, Mox Hangman match itself was fine, but obviously the ending kind of fucked everything up. Looks like Hangman is good to go. Like he, you know, walked out of the hospital that same night. So he he's probably not gonna be on the show for too too long. So that's nice to hear. But uh, your thoughts on? You know, everything I, in the ending. I mean, ending do you in, honestly
1: sit there and think that Hangman was going to beat John Moxley?
0: No, I didn't think that. Okay. I mean, as I said, my antennas were up for some sort of gimmick at the end of it, whether it be MJF teasing the cash and MJF cashing it himself. Yeah. So, I mean, you could have done just Mox, And we also, we kind of thought about last week with the promo was maybe Moxley beats Hangman clean, and then that kind of sends uh, Hangman down like a, a spiral of depression or he turns heel or something, so.
1: Well, we got neither, which sucks. But, Mm. but I I thought I mean I thought everything else was pretty decent match wise. Um, I feel like Moxley is kind of getting into a groove again, where he can be fucking fire on the mic, fire in the ring. So, um, you know, signing a multi million dollar contract helps that too. So, but you know, we'll uh, you know. I think Moxley's time is coming up pretty soon to a point where there will be a new champion, but, uh, you know, until then, I have nothing else to say on the matter.
0: All right. Since you have nothing else to say, I guess we'll end it. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Thanks to the studio audience who I think is still there. I don't know. She just kind of left. She, we're just looking at Dominic's wall and I miss ceiling fan.
1: I miss the red. The two different reds and the gray.
0: <laughs> oh, there she is. Hi! She's back. Better late than never, <laughs> I guess. So thank you guys very what much for tuning in. Curveballs and CS on Instagram and Twitter. Curveball and CS at gmail to- gmail.com if you want to send in a question. Mr. X, I'm sorry. You're probably going to send in a question in like an hour or two. We'll double dip next week. Goodbye and goodnight. Uh, bye.
1: Evolution is a mystery